Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. The Lone Ranger and his Indian companion Tonto had ridden for two days to reach the mission in response to an urgent request from the Padre, which had been brought to them by friendly Indians. As the masked man and Indian drew rein in the mission courtyard, the Padre came from the doorway to meet them. Who's 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 Easy, Padre. Good afternoon, Padre. My friends, I knew you would come as quickly as possible. I've been watching for you from one of the windows. We ride today. Come plenty fast. But at last you're here. We'll go inside, and while you rest, I'll tell you why I sent for you. I knew it must be important. It is, my friend, very important. We'll attend to our horses right away, Padre. Then we'll come inside to hear about it. A short time later, the Lone Ranger and Tonto sat listening as the Padre began speaking. There's a village of friendly Apaches about a mile from here. A few days ago, one of the braves came here seeking help. Help? See, si, amigo. 
I've rarely seen an Indian show the fear he showed while he tried to tell me what he wanted. We come from Apache village. It's not good there. What do you mean? Plenty evil spirits come to village. Strike down many squaw and brave. Medicine man fight evil spirit. But medicine not good. Him plenty sick now. Why have you come to me? Evil spirit not come to mission. Maybe you know a way to drive out spirit from village. I'll get ready and go to the village with you. Perhaps I can do something. Uh, that good. You come. Son of Chief Brightfeather, plenty sick now. Me wait. Take you back to village. I went to the Indian village with him. Many are sick. Some have died. Well, what is causing it? I'm sure it is diphtheria, and it is spreading fast, Amigo. There was nothing I could do for them. I thought you might help them. Of course. We must find a doctor at once and get him to go there. I understand there's a serum that immunizes people against the disease. I know of no doctor within miles of here. We'll find one. Come, Toto. There's no time to lose. Uh -huh. Adios, Padre. Adios. The masked man and his Indian friend rode most of the day, stopping near small towns where Toto inquired for a doctor. Finally, at Flint Rock, a young doctor was found, and Toto persuaded him to come to a grove near the edge of town to talk to the Lone Ranger. Oh, scout. Oh, fella. It is gone. Easy. Easy, fella. Found a doctor, Toto. Ah. This Dr. Belden. Me tell him about mask. Him know who you are. Good afternoon, doctor. Good afternoon. I'd heard of you, and when your Indian friend described you, I was certain you were the Lone Ranger. He said it was a very urgent matter, so I came here with him. It is urgent, doctor. Very urgent. Diphtheria has broken out in an Indian village south of here. I understand there are many cases and that several have died. Oh, that's bad. Uh, do you have any serum? I have some, but not enough. Do you have any idea where we might get more? I think they have a supply at Fort Stockton. Are you willing to go to the Indian village with me? Yes, of course. Toto, Fort Stockton is about 20 miles from here. Go there and get more serum. Uh -huh. You'll need a requisition from the doctor. I'll give him one to take with him. Good. And you and I will start at once for the Indian village. After Tonto left for Fort Stockton, the Lone Ranger and Dr. Belding followed the trail south. As they neared the Indian village, the Lone Ranger was saying, Doctor, we may run into trouble with those Indians. In what way? They're very suspicious of the white man's medicines. If one of those you inoculate with a serum should die, they may turn against us. But surely they'll realize we're trying to help them. I hope so. Because of their ignorance, they're like children in some of their reactions, Doctor. They believe, of course, that evil spirits have invaded their village. I see. We'll do what we can to help them and hope for the best. Well, we're approaching the village now. Come on, sir. Get up there. Near a grove on the edge of the village, the Lone Ranger and the doctor pulled to a stop. Oh, 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 Why are we stopping here? I suggest you wait here for me, doctor. I'll not be long. Where are you going? Into that grove. I want to remove my mask and fix a disguise in case of trouble. I think that's wise. I wondered if the mask would cause suspicion among the Indians. I'll wait here, my friend. Good enough. Come on, sir. While the doctor waited, the Lone Ranger went into the grove and removed his mask. Then he prepared a disguise. A short time later, he rejoined the doctor, and the two men rode slowly into the Indian village, with their right palms upraised in the sign of friendship. A sullen and suspicious group of Indians encircled them as they pulled to a stop before the wigwam of Chief Brightfeather. Oh, Silver, oh, easy, steady, big fellow. Oh, 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 oh. Why, white men come to village of Brightfeather? How, oh, Chief Brightfeather? 
The Padre at the mission asked that we come to help you. This man is a doctor. Padre come to village two sons ago. Him not make son of bright feather well. Mention of white man, not good. Evil spirits get more angry because white Padre come here. Them make more brave, squaw, plenty sick. But I'm sure Dr. Belding can help. He brings strong white man's medicine. No, it's not good. Indian medicine man from other village come while ago. Him say it bad. Ask help from white men. Your son, is he still alive? Ah, little dear, still live. But him breathe hard. Him plenty sick. Here come Indian medicine man now with brave. Them dance front windwarm. I've had evil spirit from little deer. Medicine man use other medicine to make son of chief well. Great chief. Why white men come to village? Maybe them help evil spirit. We came to help drive away the sickness. Me great medicine man Tuga. Me know much. Me know white men call evil spirits. Help drive Apache from valley. Tuga does not speak the truth. Chief Brightfeather and his tribe are friends of the white men. They are welcome to live in this valley as long as they live in peace. Do not listen, Chief Brightfeather. Call one speak with forked tongue. You help my father, Chief Big Hawk, drive pale face from valley. Then evil spirit also be driven from your tribe. Chief Big Hawk and his braves have broken the treaty of peace and are hunted by the soldiers so that they may be punished. Send Tuga back to his people. Let us help your tribe. Tuga, come help my people as medicine man. Perhaps he speak words of wisdom when he say, drive out pale face from valley. Wait, wait, Chief Brightfeather. Let Tuga try his medicine on your son. Let us try ours. If Tuga fails and we succeed, then send Tuga to tell Chief Big Hawk you will continue to live in peace. That's enough, Tuga, strong. That's a pale face, weak, evil. Ah. Tuga, try Indian medicine on little deer. If him make son of chief well, we go on warpath with tribe of Big Hawk. If Tuga not make little deer well, then tall one and pale face medicine man try their medicine. If them not make son of bright feather well, they die. As the chief suddenly spoke the order, several braves reached out and grasped the Lone Ranger and Dr. Belding. Then the two men were quickly disarmed. One of the braves handed the Lone Ranger's guns to the chief. Then the two men were guarded by several armed braves. Dr. Belding was alarmed. This is serious. What'll happen to us? I'm cutting on your serum, doctor. If little deer doesn't die before you get a chance to use it... Tuga's starting the dance. If the dance is long, the boy may die. I know. We hope for the best. But we must get to that boy in time. The Lone Ranger and the doctor stood restlessly watching as the medicine man and a few of the braves in gaudy masks and feathers danced in front of the chief's wigwam. Finally, Tuga leaped high and cried out, Tuga's going inside the wigwam now. Now what's happening? They're chatting to the great spirit while Tuka works over the sick boy. The Indian boy may already be dead. Yes, we'll soon know. 
What happens to us if he is? Tugu will find a way to convince these Indians we're to blame for his death. Anything could happen. Chief Brightfeather had gone into the wigwam with Tuga. A short time later, the two Indians came from the wigwam, and the chief... Little deer, son of Chief Brightfeather, still live. Let him breathe hard. Him still talk with words that have no meaning. The boy must be delirious. Yes, listen. Tuga say, Indian medicine not work against sickness because pale face in village. Evil spirit wants sacrifice. Who got say burn tall one and pale face medicine man at stake? Wait, Chief Bright Feather. You have given the word of a great chief that we would have a chance to use our medicine on your son. Do not listen. There must be sacrifice. Ulah! Ulah! Word of Chief Bright Feather given to pale face. We'll try their medicine on little deer. If son not freed from sickness, they die. Right feather has spoken. Well, this is it, Doctor. I pray we're not too late to save the boy. Bring your kit, Doctor. We're going inside the little deer now. After leaving the Lone Ranger and Dr. Belding, Tonto had ridden toward Port Stockton. When he arrived, it was almost sundown and he was taken under armed guard to the Commandant's headquarters. Come in. What is it, Sergeant? This Indian insists he has an urgent message for you, Colonel Gill. Ah, me Tonto. Me ride with friend who wear masks. Why, of course, of course. It's all right, Sergeant. Tonto is trustworthy. You may go. Yes, sir. Briefly, Tonto told the Colonel about the epidemic in Chief Brightfeather's village. The Colonel showed great concern, as he said. That's serious. The epidemic might spread through the entire valley. Ah. Most of our men have gone to search for the hostile tribe under Big Hawk. My medical officer is with them. But two men of the medical unit are here. I'll have them get this serum for you, Tonto. Not good. Haste is necessary. I'll send one of the medical corps men with you to help administer the serum. I sincerely hope the Lone Ranger and Dr. Belding persuade the Indians to allow the serum to be used... If not, the people of the entire valley may find themselves victims of the Black Death. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. the Lone Ranger and the doctor had entered the chief's wigwam. A small fire burning in the center of the large circular structure lighted the interior. Nearby, on a pallet of pine boughs covered with blankets, 
Little dear lay gasping for breath. The boy is burning up the fever. Better cover your mouth and nose with your neckerchief for protection. Right. As the two men bent over the suffering boy, Tuga and the chief watched from the wigwam entrance. Armed braves stood behind them, ready and waiting. Shielding his actions with his body, the doctor hurriedly put serum into a syringe. They may stop us if they see what we're doing. Hurry, doctor. Take his arm from under the blanket. I'm ready. Working quickly but expertly, the lone ranger and doctor inoculated the Indian boy. Little deer cried out. Ah! That's it. Look, Chief Brackfeather. Evil ones use pointed weapon poison, little deer. Why you do this to my son? What treachery is this? We have given little deer some white man's medicine, Chief Brightfeather. We hope it will make him well. Him lie. Little deer cry out in pain. Now his eyes close. The shadow of death is on his face. Chief, we must have time. Wait and watch. No, you not wait. Them lie to you. Who are? Once more at the chief's command, several braves quickly grasped the lone ranger and Dr. Belding. Doctor, is there any hope for the boy? If there's to be a change for the better, it should come in about two hours. I pale face to stakes. They be sacrificed to save rest of tribe. Chief Greyfeather, wait. Wait two hours. Then go to your son. If you kill us now, many more of your people will die. You not listen, Chief Brightfeather. Wait, Tuga. It's not long after sundown. When moon show over ridge and give light into valley, they die if little deer not free of sickness. Wait, law. I have spoken. <laughs> Ranger and Dr. Belding were taken out and tied to two stakes near the edge of the village. Wood was piled at their feet, ready to be lighted. Then they were left alone while the Indians started a weird and monotonous sacrificial dance in the center of the village. The Lone Ranger and Dr. Belding talked in low voices. Our situation seems hopeless, my friend. And you don't think the boy will pull through? There's a slight chance. We mustn't give up hope. You think Chief Brightfeather will keep his word and free us if the boy does rally? I'm sure of it. But Tuga's treacherous. Anything could happen. I'll try to think of some way out of this in case the boy doesn't improve. Time moved slowly for the two prisoners. The Lone Ranger hoped that Tonto might arrive and be able to help them. Meanwhile, being a man of strong faith, he said a silent prayer that their lives might be spared. Finally, he noticed the silvery flush of the rising moon beyond the east ridge. In a few moments, the moon will appear by the ridge, Doctor. My hopes are running out. The chief is waiting beside his son. He would have come to have us released by now if the boy were better, wouldn't he? Yes. That infernal and monotonous sound of the dance is enough to drive a man crazy. I'd almost rather they kill us now. Wait a minute, Doctor. Sounded like my horse, Silver. He must be tethered nearby. What good could he do? The way he's acting, I think he may hear Tonto approaching on scout. And Tonto will also be sacrificed. If there was some way to warn him. Tonto has learned to be cautious, Doctor. Even though these Indians are supposed to be friendly, he wouldn't come into the village without scouting around first. Meanwhile, I'll signal Silver. He may be of help right now. He must be well tied. Yes, I... The moon is shining into the valley. This is it, Doctor. Here they come. A 
A short distance from where the Lone Ranger and Dr. Belding were tied, the great stallion Silver was tied to a sapling. He had heard his master's signal and immediately tried to break loose, but without success. Then the intelligent horse started gnawing the rope. The Indian braves, led by Tuga, stopped their dance and moved toward the two prisoners with bloodthirsty cries. Two of them held blazing torches of dried grass tied to long poles. As the savages stood in a semicircle in front of the Lone Ranger and the doctor, Tuga gave an order. Go light fire! Burn two evil ones! The two braves moved forward with outstretched torches, ready to plunge them into the dried leaves and branches. It was then it happened. The great silvery stallion leaped forward, bowling over the two braves and knocking the torches from their hands. At the sight of the snorting, bucking animal, the other braves fell back, awestruck. The gallant silver moved to the Lone Ranger and stood nuzzling his master. Then Tuga shouted, Do not be afraid! And only horse the one of paleface! Shoot him! Then we burn evil one! One of the braves lifted his rifle to fire at the valiant silver. Do not shoot! The brave fell wounded, and the others turned to flee when Tuga again stopped them. Wait! There are only two, me see them. We many! We soon kill them! Several braves moved forward and unbound the Lone Ranger and the doctor. Tonto and the corporal from the fort stepped to their side as they stood before the chief. Chief Brightfeather, we must go to your son. He will need more medicine. Then we must help the braves and squaws who are sick. Uh, what happened, Kimosabe? No time to tell you now. You brought the serum. Uh, and father come to help. Good. Tuga, the big brave who urged on the others, is riding away. Trail him, Tonto. He's from Big Hawk's hidden camp. Uh, Troopers up valley now. Them hunt for Big Hawk's tribe. Then find out where the tribe is and let them know. Ah, me go now. You come to Wigwam. Give more medicine to little deer. Let Tugo go. Him not good medicine man. You have the serum with you, Corporal? Oh, yes, sir, in a small bag. I'll take that. Thank you. Now we have a long night's work ahead of us. Come on. <laughs> In the wigwam, the Lone Ranger and Doctor found Little Deer much improved. His fever had broken, and though he was still very ill, they realized at a glance that he was on the road to recovery. The Lone Ranger spoke to the chief. Chief Brightfeather, we'll give the medicine to the others who are sick, but those who are still well must take it too to ward off the sickness. Uh, if something isn't done, the epidemic might spread all over the valley. That's true. I suggest that while Dr. Belding treats the sick, you help me give the serum to the others, Corporal. All right, sir. I've helped with inoculations at the fort. Good. Chief, will you line up your people and have them come here to us for the medicine? My people fear medicine of pale fish. They fear big needle. It helped your son. Little dear, tell them you do not fear the medicine. Father, the, the evil spirits are fast leaving me. I do not fear now. Pale faces have been good to little dear. Would your brave let a boy show them courage? What do they say now? They say medicine. 
only for squaw and children. They're afraid it'd take away strength. I'll go to the sick ones now. You must convince the others to be inoculated. I'll see you later. I don't think it's going to be easy to convince them this time. We must for their own safety. Chief, tell your braves the soldier and I are more courageous than they are. We shall both take the medicine from the parted needle without fear. As the chief and his braves watched, the Lone Ranger rolled up his sleeve and held out his arm to the corporal, who carefully used the hypodermic. Then the action was repeated as the corporal took his turn. Then the Lone Ranger spoke. Now, oh, Chief Brightfeather, I suggest you show us your courage. For a moment, the chief stood motionless. Then, after glancing at his son, and then at the watching braves, he came forward slowly with his arm outstretched. Be ready. This act, following the inoculation of the Lone Ranger and the trooper, convinced the other Indians. From then on, the work of fighting the disease was begun. It was dawn before all had been attended to. The Lone Ranger, the doctor, and the corporal were in front of the wigwam with the chief when Tonto rode into the village. The chief had returned the Lone Ranger's guns. Tonto, what happened? Well, me follow Tuga. Find hidden camp a Big Hawk. Then me find troopers camp nearby. Troopers go to Indian village, have big battle, catch Big Hawk. Them leave with Big Hawk and Braves for reservation. Tuga get killed in battle. Tuga almost convinced Chief Brightfeather to join Big Hawk and his Braves and go on the warpath. Uh, it's good you and Doctor come to village. You do much good. Drive out evil spirit. Keep Brightfeather from make mistake. It couldn't have been done if it hadn't been for my tall friend here. Him have much wisdom. Him know how show Indian right way. Him have faith in pale-faced medicine. The disease had to be stopped from spreading. And I had faith, Chief Brightfeather. Faith in the white man's great spirit. It was he who saved your son, so that we might be spared to help your people and others who might need help in the future. You're a strange but wonderful man, my friend. You've been a great inspiration to me. Thank you, Doctor. The Corporal and I will stay here until all danger's passed. There's no need for you and Tonto to remain. Very well. We'll leave now, but we'll be in touch with you. Adios, Doctor. Thanks for your cooperation, Corporal. Adios. Adios, sir. Goodbye. May God be with you. Thanks. We leave you in good hands, Chief Brightfeather. Adios. Tong one, always welcome in village of Chief Brightfeather. Him strong, brave, good friend. Adios. Bring Scout Tonto. Silver nearby. Uh -huh. Let's go. A man alive, what a soldier he'd make, huh, Doctor? He is a soldier, Corporal. Fighting alone against tremendous odds without the thought of gain or glory. Well, who is he? Do you know, sir? Yes. He usually wears a mask, but at present his face is disguised. He's a great American, known as the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.